0: Hey, Lee, welcome back to today's podcast episode. Super excited. Have so many major announcements to make. We have over 48,000 downloads. That is crazy, right? And that's not even all the numbers. Why? Because I just found out that not only are we on Spotify and Apple, but we are also on Google Podcasts and now I Heart Radio Podcast. This is so big. I'm so excited. And I just wanna thank you wherever you are listening in the world. Thank you so, so much for tuning in being a support. I know I looked on the back end and we have people in the US, we have Canada, we have the UK, we have Jamaica, we have Africa, we even have Thailand. Thank you so much for listening in. I absolutely love to just make these episodes, share experiences, but also really help you in terms of overcoming those internal things that We don't really want to talk about right overcoming doubt overcoming fear overcoming rejection these are things that we have in life and sometimes when we decide that we want to go into business for ourselves or we decide that we want to pave the path for ourselves many times we don't realize just how much of this we actually have to face through so thank you again so much for listening in and let's get into today's episode now I am like just on a high right now. No, I'm not taking any drugs. I'm just on a high. I have made a huge decision to strive for new things in my life. And I firmly believe that when you make a decision to take your life to the next level, especially a level that you've never been on before, that you have to surround yourself with support. And that looks like surrounding yourself with people who have been there and people who are on their way there as well, okay? I realized very recently that I woke up and the life that I was living, it wasn't a bad life. It's just that I had really began to trust myself more And I really began to start working on becoming my most elite self, going to therapy, figuring out those traumas that I had buried deep and figuring out, you know, when did I shrink myself? What things happened in my life that caused me to not be full out, that caused me to repress myself, to shrink myself, right? And I realized that for so long I had been living in this shrinked and repressed version of myself that I was afraid to expand bigger. And I was actually talking to our Becoming Elite class where I explained to them that when you're living as your repressed self, you're really living as a liar because you have this person that you naturally are, but you're not living as the person you naturally are, you are choosing to confine and repress things that are naturally your thing. Think about it. If you're supposed to open this amazing boutique and your boutique is supposed to offer, you know, corporate wear or some unique fashions, well, you're choosing to not go for that dream because. You don't believe in yourself. You have doubt. You're thinking about where the money's going to come from. You're wondering if clients are going to come. You're wondering, you know, what all the steps are going to be. And so because you're allowing those things to keep you in a repressed and confined state, you're not showing up for the people that need you to show up for them. And these are people you haven't even met. So you're worried about what if you never get any clients and your future customers and clients, they're wondering when is something like this going to be available? When is some amazing new innovation going to be there? You know, when you see something and you might've had an idea in your head, like, oh, I'm going to open this business or, oh, I'm going to... Um, offer this service or you know that you're going to announce something and then you continue to just repress yourself and don't do it and then one day you see someone else doing it and you're like you know wait a minute I was gonna do that the thing is we spend so much time looking around at other people and feeling like well I don't want to be the odd person out that when somebody actually steps up and they say well I'll be the odd person out now you're upset because it was supposed to be you. And now you're creating, well, you might not, but some people do create competition within themselves where they're just like, oh, well, now I can do this. Let me hurry up and do this since this person is doing it. I want you to know that there are endless opportunities for you. We've heard it before. Go down the bread aisle. There's tons and tons of bread and muffin options right but for you if you're building something and you're taking the time to create it and envision it and you're looking around and you don't see that solution don't allow yourself to really shrink and be like oh no one else is doing it no really find a circle of winners who can empower you to be that leader, to step up and innovate that thing. We need that. We need more daycares. We need more spas. We need more um places of peace, more co-working centers. We need more things. Now, if you're in a concentrated city where it's like, we don't need another brunch spot. I get it. But we do need things and your tribe and your community is really unaware of what they need because they're in a need of it for so long that they've learned how to live without it so when you finally come in with that solution for their need they're going to be like okay yes i'm ready but it requires you to make the decision that you're going to go forward by any means necessary now In going by any means necessary, I'm going to share a very transparent moment with you. I have had so much rejection in the last 30 days. Now, over the course of my entire career as an entrepreneur, which I started my first side part-time hustle to help me um, pay off debt after I went through a divorce, That was in 2011, so it's been years, right? When I left my corporate job, I left in 2016, so I've been a full-time business owner and entrepreneur since then. Just saying those numbers, I'm like, wow, it's been years, right? But here's the thing. I have faced rejection in all of these years. But in the last 30 days, I have had more rejection than I've had in a very, very long time. If I had to compare it to a time frame, it would be back to 2011 when I started my very first side business. I was selling candles. I was in Japan and I was really just trying to find a way to create additional income. Actually, I wasn't even in Japan at the time. I was in Germany and I had taken that business from Germany to Japan because my job at the time had me move. But when I started that business, I had my daughter, she was very little and you know, she was just so into the candles. She was smelling all the little scents. Like I had a little sampler and she would smell all the little sample scents. And I remember sitting at the table at my dining room table and I was just like, I got to figure out how to make this work. And me as an overthinker, I was like, okay, so I invested this much. I need to be able to make this much from it. I got to be able to do this. I got to pay the bills. Like I've invested in this. I got to figure out how to make this work. And I truly believe that at that time, the thing that kept me going through all the rejection was how much I had invested in it. I'm telling you this because so many people invest in things because they're comfortable. They invest in a $100 ebook because it's like, oh, it's fine if I lose $100. Like, Think about when you buy a house. Or when you look for an apartment, people are like, okay, I need to find something that you know kind of fits in my range, right? But then there are other people that are like, okay, I need to find something that fits in my range, but I'm willing to go a little bit higher because I know this is going to push me. This is going to push me to make this money because I want to live here, right? And so when I think back to that time, those moments of massive rejection were the moments that built the resilience for today. Since that very first business, I've had multiple businesses. I've had, you know, I was in a wellness company and I started a meal prep company and my meal prep company did amazing. Might I add, like I was targeting the athletes, okay, and the bodybuilders and my meal prep company was doing it. But when I moved to America and I tried to start that meal prep company, it wasn't really taking off. And so I said, okay, I left my job. I know i want to be a full-time entrepreneur and if you're keeping up with the timestamps, this was in 2016 2017 and i said okay let me figure out what i want to do with my life and at that time i really i just didn't feel like myself i had just had a baby i wasn't working full-time so i was already dealing with the loss of leaving a career that i had been in for years And I don't think you realize just how conditioned you are when you're used to doing the same thing every day for years on years on years. And then you finally like leave that career and you're like, okay, let me figure out what I have to do. See, most people go ahead and they just they find a job or they find something and they make their whole life rearrange to fit that thing. But I realized that because I had my family and I had my children, I had things that required my attention. I had people that needed me there. I couldn't adjust their schedules to fit a job I had to find a career that could fit for the time that I had allotted and as I was calculating like okay I can't go work that job because I got a new baby sending him to daycare and going to work that job by the time I get paid I got to pay all that money to the daycare so there's no point in me getting that job I'm basically just sitting there for free and once I really started looking and figuring out those things and doing those costs and calculations and figuring out what my life needed in the time span and needed, that's when I was like, I need to go and I need to learn something new. Now, at that time, I already had a work from home business that I was doing, but because I had moved in my mind, I had not built the belief in the resilience to start that over in the new town I was in. And so instead, I decided to go to esthetician school because I was like, I'm not feeling myself. I'm not feeling beautiful. I love, you know, skincare. So let me just go to school and learn how to do this. But I didn't know that it would grow into, you know, me going to interview at a spa and them telling me, you know, with your experience, you might as well work for yourself. And I think that was the best, actually I know that was the best thing that could have happened because that person, he was a doctor, he saw more for myself than I saw. Now maybe he was just trying to let me down easy, right? But it catapulted me into today to where when I opened my spa, we literally were bigger than that spa right now of course you know he had his own things going on plus the spa but it was like i never imagined that my spa would become one of the top spas in the city and so now as i look back on the time and i look back on the things that i learned i look back on all the rejection i mean at that time people were like black people don't get facials they're not going to pay no money they they really ain't going to pay $100 plus for no facial like you're just wasting your time i remember going to the city hall and trying to get a permit and i'm like i want to offer facial services and they're like oh well we don't even have a permit for that like people in this city don't get stuff like that and i'm like no i really want to offer this i know there's a need for this i've done the numbers like i really want to do this in the beginning it was so many people that were like yeah i'll think about it i'll think about it yeah i'll think about it and i had to keep going but it was that resilience that i learned from starting my first business that showed me their no's don't mean permanently no. Maybe they're going to watch you. Maybe they're going to keep you in mind. And so year after year and month after month of me focusing on what I had to do, eventually it became a movement where people realized, oh, she ain't playing no games. Oh, she got a wait list. Oh, to get up in there, this how much it costs. Oh, she she doing this. Oh, she having an event. Oh, she doing this? Oh, she helping people make money? Oh, I need to get into her vicinity. I need to learn more. I had to build my resilience to keep going. I had to continue to press through the rejection. I had to continue to just put my head down and know that even though I felt alone and even though I felt like people didn't understand me and even though I was really just trying to create legacy for my children, I had to realize that when God gives you a vision, you got to put your head down and you got to go. And if people tell you no, you still got to keep going. And maybe you follow up later or whatever, but just continue because they're going to see you. Become so big that they can't miss you. Everywhere they go, they're going to be like, oh, I'm finally ready to get my skin together. Y'all know an esthetician and people are going to be raving about you. And it's not even going to matter about any other business because you have built a solid foundation. What I realized now is that the level of grit and resiliency that it takes to be a true hustler, business owner, entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, not a lot of people are willing to tap into that right now. The economy is going crazy. Businesses are going out of business left and right. Businesses are being created left and right. There's amazing entrepreneurs that are trying to create opportunities, but people are afraid to invest in those opportunities. Big, big companies, Meta, Facebook, Google, they're all laying off hundreds of thousands of people. AI is starting to take over every which way. Entrepreneurs that are choosing to work for themselves or choosing to Um, get into the digital space, they're not even wanting to help people anymore because all they got to do is work by themselves and they make sure their bills are paid and that's it. And so the world is becoming very individualistic. And I actually talked about this in Vision 2024. The world is becoming very individualistic. And so for you, that's going to mean that you need to find people that are winning, people that are going where you're trying to go. People that have, look, the people that was winning in 2020, Okay, that helps other people win. Look, I'm going to toot my own horn, toot toot. You need to connect with them people. Because right now, this is where entrepreneurs are made. When it looks bleak, when there's only a few people that are connecting, just like in the Bible, when they said where two or more agree or where two or three agree, y'all know the scripture, right? So in that moment, that's where the diligence and the grit to keep going is a lot of people are going to say no and a lot of people are going to fall off and a lot of people are not going to have the resiliency but when things turn around when the last become the first when things start rising and then those people are like wait a minute they going somewhere let me catch on then you start to see you're already ahead you're already moving That's how you build a movement. You don't build a movement by stopping and waiting and saying, hey, y'all, don't y'all want to come get my service? No, you say, hey, this is a service we're offering. Does this sound like something that interests you? No, okay, you have a good day. And keep it moving with the people that do see it. Because the ones that don't see it, they're not going to know that they want to see it until they see everybody else is moving on with it. And now that you know that, You understand that if your family doesn't support you, if your friends don't support you, if your man don't support you, if your woman don't support you, even if your mama don't support you, you're going to keep it moving. Where you're trying to take your life, many of the people that are around you have never seen it before. Many of them have never seen businesses. Many of them have never seen somebody running a business. Many of them have never seen... Someone that is an entrepreneur that controls their time. Many of them have never seen 10, 20, 50K months. Many of them, when they don't understand something, they call it a scam or they call it a scheme because they don't understand it, right? They've never seen it before. So why would you consult people who've never seen that level of abundance that you desire? And why would you allow them to get you off track? Why would you allow them to tell you what level of life you should be comfortable to settle on? Right? And so when you know this and you understand this and you realize that what you call fear and what you call being stuck is really just you not making a decision you realize you don't trust yourself think about it whatever that thing is that you're thinking of right now that you really want to do that thing that's on your vision board that thing that you really know that you're being called to do you've seen the visions you've seen it over and over again you're longing to do it and in your mind you're wondering how it's going to get done and so every day you psych yourself out of making the decision the decision is free the decision is free the decision requires no money when I decided that this was going to be the year that I have huge collaborations I made the decision the decision was free but I knew when I made the decision that I had to protect it because depending on who I talked to about it they might try to talk me out of it. They might try to, and mind you, they're genuinely trying to protect me, but they're genuinely being ignorant because they genuinely don't know what they've never seen before. When you're a visionary and you see that you can help hundreds of thousands of people, some people ain't never helped nobody outside of their four walls, so how are they gonna help you? When I said that I wanted to help people of color to understand how important skincare was. So many people were like, oh, that's not a good business decision. You're going to lose money. Don't waste your time on that. Imagine if I didn't continue moving forward. There would be so many people who would not have created six-figure incomes for their family, who would not be earning above industry standard, and who would still be sitting wherever they are, psyching themselves out, to not take a leap and open their business, whether it be part-time or full-time. So I really need you to think about what you wanna do, that thing that's on your mind that you really, really wanna do. And instead of focusing on the doubts, instead of focusing on the fears, I want you to ask yourself, do you trust yourself to reach this goal that you wanna reach? Do you bet on yourself to reach this goal that you want to reach? And if you say, yes, I bet on myself. Yes, every time I've needed God to come through, he has. Yes, every time that I've made a new decision, it has fared out. Yes, I know it's going to be hard, but I have the resilience to make it through because that is better than here. Then you stop holding on to that life that you know you don't want. You stop holding on to those people that don't make you feel good. Those people that disempower you. You boldly walk away from those things that don't align with where you're saying you want to go. You realize that where you're saying you want to go, there are people that are waiting on you to get off your high horse and to get out here and build something for the community. It's not about your shyness. It's not about your fear. It's not about you know, what somebody else is going to think about you. It's about the people that are waiting on you to help them become free. There are people out here that don't know what they're going to do. There are people out here that they money funny. They robbing people, robbing Peter to pay Paul. They getting loans to pay off all these things. They are struggling with trying to figure out where the world is going to go. We are creating a new world. But if you're not a part of creating that new world, then you'll be a part of the people that deal with whatever world they settle for. And I need you to get that. I need you to understand that. There's a poor world, there's a middle-class world, and there's a wealthy world. The way that this new world is going, you're either poor or you're wealthy. You're either poor or you're wealthy. What do I mean by that? There's going to be people that's wealthy in resources, wealthy in connections, wealthy in money, wealthy in mindset, wealthy in just their reach across the world. And you're going to need to know these people. But then there are going to be people that are poor, that only see lack, that only see brokenness, that believe everything is a just a pessimist viewpoint. Everything is just so wrong and there's such a victim. So you got to figure out which world you want to be a part of. Because while these worlds are being created, if you decide to do nothing, that decision is free too. And if you decide that you want to sit around the people that's complaining, you're going to find yourself seeing what the result of creating that world of complaint looks like. But if you want to be a part of a world with solutions, A part of a world with wealth creation, a part of a world with abundance and and people are critically thinking and understanding that they have power and that they create their life and that they are victors, that's going to require you making a decision too. Thank you so much for listening in to today's podcast episode. I hope you got so much value out of today. I hope it gave you a swift kick in the butt to figure out what you need to learn. Ignorance is not bliss. So when you are making those decisions, it is okay to reach out for help, reach out for support, and really just... Take that time to make that decision. Remember, the decision is free and it's simply waiting on you to make a decision. If today's episode touched you, make sure that you come on over to Instagram. Share with your friends and be sure to tag me at I am Nina Hayes. I love to reshare your content. You also can leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple so we can see you and iHeartRadio now as well. And I would love to see you in my next webinar. If you would like to be a member of my webinar so that you can learn how to bring some wealth into your life, simply DM me, boss, and I will make sure to connect with you. Thank you so much for listening in and have a great day.